What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the J No Knows podcast. I am Josh Nolan, and we have an awesome episode coming your way today. I just had the opportunity to talk with Dr. Coit Cooper. Coit is a best-selling author, executive coach, international keynote speaker, and former Division I All-American for the University of Indiana. Um, Coit is a great human being. He has been a huge part of pushing many people, including myself, to identify what their passions are and how to put a system together to make sure that your passion becomes purposeful and the things that you want to do in your life get done. And and it's really, really uh, an honor to get to to talk to him and have him on the Jay No Knows podcast. Um, if uh, you are looking for some motivation, if you're looking for um, a person to follow that's going to continually put out things that are going to help you advance your life, Coit is the person. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Coit Cooper. What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing great, doing great. Thank you so much for, for jumping on here and, and doing this. I, I got to tell you, when you messaged me the other day, I was just, I was fired up. I, you know, um, I, I told my wife, I was like, dude, Coy just, just texted me and said he wanted to jump on. I was like, we're doing it like as soon as possible. And, and she, was, <laughs> she was fired up. And um, so, yeah, I, I really appreciate you um, taking the time. No, I love it, and this is the this is the first time I've done an interview at six a.m. Man, so this is right up my alley too. I know you're an early riser, so this is the way to do it. Right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I I I like doing it because typically I I wake up early, you know, and I I just got just got off the treadmill. Like I walked off the treadmill into the office and and right onto the phone. So it you know after those workouts, I always feel like I have you know, that, that inspiration going through my body. I always feel so good. It just makes sense to, to talk and, and get, you know, all the things that I'm thinking about out into the open and, and discuss them because, you know, it, it, it just leads to, to, you know, more thought provoking ideas and and just kind of, I can work things out too, you know? Heck yeah, man. I mean, that combination of, you know, exercise to get yourself rolling and, and then just being getting up early, man. When your mental, your mental, if you're sleeping, your mental reserves are high, and you need to set the tone for the day. So this will be a good start for me too, man. Love it. That's awesome. Yeah, and and it's funny the the early riser thing. You know, it's it's such a like you know looking back at it now is like it it doesn't seem like it was that long ago when you know, and I don't even really know how. I exactly came across your stuff, but it was, you know, definitely through like Twitter or Facebook or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was right around when you were doing everything for impressions. Yeah. And, and I just, you know, I was just, you know, prov- provoked me, you know, in, in a, in a positive way, just to like to just the things that you're posting and things that you're putting out there were, were inspiring to me and, and really just like kind of, you know, jolted me because at that point I was in kind of a transitionary period of, of, you know, making a, uh, a full-time coaching uh, change and, and getting into it. Mm-hmm. And before then I never woke up early. Like, to be honest, like I, yeah. I, 
I wasn't really, I didn't really know that it mattered, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it, it's, uh, it's, it's so cool to hear that, you know, just how, you know, the little things you do can just have an impact on people. And it, it totally is. Most people don't realize this. We live in a society where, you know, we go to sleep and we sleep as long as we can. We push the snooze button. And yet there's this period early in the morning that offers us this incredible opportunity to just transform your life, maximize performance, you know, show up and be the best you. And, um, and I didn't always do it either. I mean, through wrestling, my coaches had me waking up, but I didn't in college, I didn't wake up on my own and do that. And uh, yet Robin Sharma was a kind of a catalyst for me, a guy who wrote Monk Who Sold This Ferrari. And he always talked about like just the, the, the early, you know, that early period being so important. And some of the most successful people on the planet have done that. And when I was struggling, especially, you know, after, you know, losing, get, getting denied tenure at UNC, they became an anchor for me, you know, in this period where a lot of times we're focused on the wrong things. We wake up, hit the snooze button, we jump on our phones. That tends to lead us in the wrong direction. We're overwhelmed. We have anxiety. I had some of those things and that became my anchor to, you know, to give my brain a better option and start focusing on my goals, my dreams. And, and I, you know, I'm so passionate about that, that to, to share that is easy to do. And it just so happens that really amazing people like yourself are tend to draw to it. And then the last thing I'll say is from like a athlete wrestling standpoint, I always tell people you would never jump out on the mat and just go wrestle without getting ready. Like you just wouldn't do that. Like you're in a, state championship, national championship, or any big match, you get ready. Why? Because you want to be the best that you can be. Well, to me, a lot of, a lot of the things I do in life now are, are, even, are more important than me match. You know, being a great father, you know, being uh, an inspiration to the people around me are really important. So to me, it just makes sense to get your mind ready and get ready. So when you show up, man, you're really showing up and you're doing your thing. Yeah, that's so, I mean, yeah, that's such a great way to look at it too. It's just like, because, I mean, most people have, whether it's, you know, whether they're just a fan or whether they're actually, you know, have a competitive athletic background, most people have a tie to that in some sort of way. So it's yeah. that's so relatable. Like, you know, even if you're just a fan, like if you go to a, a football game, you know, you show up 45 minutes early and those athletes are down on the field, you know, uh, warming up and getting ready because, you know, there's dire consequences to, to not being prepared, you know, and, and, and yeah. life, if, if you're not prepared to, you know, seize an opportunity, like that might, you know, it might just slip right through your fingers. And, and if, if that happens, that can only happen so many times before you realize that, you know, something's got to change or I got to get myself in a position to where I'm prepared to, to grasp these things that are, that are coming my way. Yeah, man. And, and it's so crazy. Cause I think, a lot of times those moments are, are sometimes really pretty subtle. You know, you, you, can, you can miss them if you're not ready. And I think about the moments where my life has just radically changed, you know, where I had coaches who just stepped into my life in a moment and said the right things, you know, that, that changed the trajectory of my life. And, you know, to me, I think you got to be ready for that. You know, when your mind is in the right place, you know, you're, you're better responding to your kids. Um, you're better when you step into your workday. You're as an athlete, you get your mind right, and you know what your goals are, and you know who you want to be. When you go into your day, you're more likely to be able to make the decisions to be effective. And so, to me, especially if I'm an athlete, and I know you work with a lot of athletes, it's a it's a no brainer. You got to wake up, and you got to point your brain to what matters most. And if you don't, 
there are literally thousands and thousands of things that will grab your attention and take you somewhere else. I mean, the internet is just littered with things that are just trying to grab your attention. And most of them, 99.99999% of them have nothing to do with your goals and dreams. And they will take you and they'll pull you in. And if you're okay with that, be okay with that. But if you're not, you got to get up and you got to set the tone and you know, that's your warm up, and you got to be ready. So um, if you want to have that really meaningful life and you want to achieve a lot, you know, you, you got to take advantage of it. That's yeah, that's so true. And, and that's, I love that word littered too, because it, it, yeah. it's, it's exactly what it is. It's, it's littered with, with, you know, things, just, you know, useless, you know, things that are just going to distract you, take away from the, the actual beauty of, uh, you know, what you have going on. And yeah. And then, you know, when you do get distracted or a person gets distracted and they don't have, you know, their passion pushing them, you know, that, that creates more litter because then they jump on and they join the, the, you know, yeah. the, the brigade of, of useless, you know, things on the internet or on Twitter, on Facebook, whatever it is, they, you know, they, they, it's like a never ending little cycle. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, I think it's um, honestly, I think it's the biggest challenge that not just younger generations, but all of us face now within the world, you know, just all of the different things that are tugging at our attention. It's, there's never been more. I mean, it's just when you wake up when I, if I'm not careful, I can wake up and I can jump on my phone and say, Oh, I'm just, this is harm. I just need to check one email. And then all of a sudden I get on my email and I say, oh, this, this, here's a product on Amazon I wanted to buy. It's on sale. Oh, I'm going to go check on that. And then I decide not to buy it. But then all of a sudden I'm like, well, I can just check my Facebook real quick. And I check my Facebook real quick. And all of a sudden there's these different things that might be okay things, but I'm there. And then all of a sudden there's an ad on the side of Facebook and I'm back on Amazon buying a product and checking my email for that. Uh, crazy, man. I mean, I can all of a sudden go 20, 30 minutes and, and it's nothing – that is related to the life I actually want to create. And it's just that, that subtle space where all of a sudden you start to use it and you get lost in it and anymore. I mean, Josh, I mean, it's, you know, four hours is, is not uncommon for people to be using their phone. Younger generations, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 hours a day. And I tell people, man, if that's your patterns, your chances of getting to your goals and dreams, living a life that you're really proud of are, are pretty slim. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's, I'm the exact same way too, because, you know, it'll start off, you know, I'm on my phone, maybe, you know, putting together a little bit of content and, and put, you know, actually being a, being productive. And then I slip into just like that. And then, you know, exactly 20, 30 minutes. And then my, my wife always can tell when I start getting in the, the hole, she'll just, all she says is, yeah. Hey, what are you working on, Josh? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not working on anything. What, what am I doing? Yeah, no. And it's, it's tricky. Cause there are pieces, you know, like with what you do, with what I do, there there's some meaningful pieces. I mean, I, I try to get on there and add inspirational pieces. I mean, the stuff that you initially saw that, that connected us were, were there. And so it's really tricky, man. I mean, you've got to – you almost got to create these pockets where you say, okay, here's my time frame where I'm going to go on and, and, I, and I can post and I can check out some things. But then, you know what, after that, when I start my day, you need to schedule out the times where you're, you're doing your most important things. And that's got to be, I call it NTT, no technology time. You got to have those NTT pockets in your day where you don't allow it to, to take you and pull it in different directions. Yeah. So uh, that's one thing I did want to just kind of ask you about is, is like, is that how, how you schedule that is it does it vary each day or is it just um you have segments of time throughout the day generally in your schedule that you're just like you know no technology and i'm just gonna you know work on these other things 
um, for myself. Yeah, you know, I think about this a lot, and um, and, and by no means I'm not sitting here telling people I'm perfect. I mean, I still get tugged sometimes and get off track, but when I'm most effective, you know, usually – this is this part I'm going to tell you is absolutely non-negotiable. You know, when I get up, I get up early. It's 4.30, 4.45, and I have a one-hour kind of routine that I go through in the morning. I don't, I don't use technology. It's, not, it's non-negotiable, and I tell people it's one of the most important things I do for a lot of different reasons. You know, I'm investing in me. I'm getting my mind right, but I'm also trying to set the tone, which is I'm going to put my first things before technology. I won't allow technology to dictate the pace, so – I literally don't touch it. I don't check anything or do anything until I'm done with that period. And I tell people that's like my, that's my buffer. That's to make sure that I keep the, my priorities straight. And then when I, I need to continue to, to tweak this and get it even better and better. But when I go into my day, when I'm most effective, I have my own, you know, kind of planning system. And I go through and I make sure I call them sacred space periods. I take my kind of most important goals and those habits that are tied to it. I chunk, I block out time on my calendar and again, right lately, I've been good at this. I'll, I'll leave my phone upstairs. Like it doesn't come with me to my office. Like I don't, I don't even trust myself enough to do that. Like it stays, it stays in a different room, upside down, on silent. And I go to my office and um, I lock into my most important things. And I'm telling you right now, whoever you are, if you just do that, if you just say this, this is sacred space. It's my most important goal. It deserves my full time, my full energy. My phone has to go somewhere else, and it's going to lock in here. It's a it's a game changing thing. You know, I think most people can achieve just extraordinary things in pockets of thirty minutes, one hour, um, because most people don't give anything more than five ten minutes of their time and attention. So if you get really good at carving out thirty minutes, an hour at a time, and just diving into things that matter to you, and you're consistent with that, oh my gosh, the things you can achieve are just remarkable and. As an athlete, what it is is, okay, you know, taking these pockets where you're watching film or taking these pockets where you're doing your conditioning, and not only – you know, there's less technology there, but, I mean, it's also giving the best that you can. It's focusing on the opportunity that you have. And to me, it's can you get people not only to block out technology but really to focus on saying, how do I make this the best, you know, time that I possibly can so I can close the gap on what I want? But those NTT pockets are important. Um, even with my family, I try to make sure that we have pockets that are dedicated 30 minutes of NTT time. And it sounds crazy. People think, oh, well, you have to do that. Yeah, I do. Um, if I don't, you know, it can, it can overwhelm us and, and, and get to where we're not spending that time together. So I, my advice is people sit down, identify your most important things. You know, what's your most important thing with your family? What's the most important thing with your career? If those are your top values, and carve out those goals of what you want to accomplish and then go into your day and make sure that you're carving out time where technology can't take and, and just rob that from you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, I mean, it, it's technology. It can be so helpful, but it can turn into such a crutch so fast where, you know, instead of, you know, you know, I, I do this too is, is, instead of taking on the responsibility and going and making something happen, it's like, oh, let me just do a quick Google search and see, you know, who else mm-hmm. is doing something like this. And then, you know, then like we talked about already, that turns into the rabbit hole and, you know, it's yeah. like, well, you know, and then all of a sudden you, you just wasted a bunch of time where you, you set out to be productive, but instead of, you know, you know, working at it and actually going through, and, and earning it, you, you, you know, 
fall into this other routine yeah. or this, this habit of, you know, you know, using social media or using the internet as, as just this kind of safety net, I guess. Yeah. And, and you know, there, there are certainly times where it can be effective to do that. You just need to be very, very like clear that this isn't an out for you or, you, you know, you know what I mean? But I think one of the, the hardest things right now is we don't even realize this is happening, but when we have technology, like literally everything is designed to be easier for us, right? When, when we order something, it's designed to come to our door so we don't have to leave our house. Um, Netflix, is, Netflix is designed, we don't have to push the next button, it just goes for us. And it's, it's downright convenient when it comes to like this entertainment and you know, purchasing. It's, a, it's not a bad thing, but what's happened is everything is so easy. Let me give you one more example. The other day, my son came, and he's, he's excited because I've given him some baseball, football, basketball, these cards that I collected when I was younger. And he really liked them. And he said, Dad, he said, I seem to remember in one of my books, like this card that was really valuable. Do you know what it was? And I said, I do. I think it's a Honus Wagner card. He said, how much is it worth? I said, I don't know. And he said, it was in my books. I'm going to go look. And he goes into his room, and he starts to look. And there was initially a part of me that's like, I can just look that up. But I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. Because I want him to go and work and actually, you know, go through and, and find that. And some people say, well, Coit, that's stupid. It's not efficient. But you know what? We don't struggle with things that much anymore. Like, we don't even allow ourselves to struggle with, like, sitting down when we have an idea and flushing it out. We want the answer right away. And yet what I've learned from the things that I do, it never comes from going out and searching. It comes from sitting in silence and thinking and um, and just really kind of allowing myself to flush out my ideas because – Every one of us have these just incredible ideas and skill sets inside of us, but I just don't think we have any of the time like carved out to actually use it. So I think people need that time. I think you need to sit down if something matters to you and give it to you and just fight off that urge. Say at the end of the 30-minute pocket, I'll check that. But for right now, what can I do with this project or what I'm working on to really advance it and allow yourself to develop your brain and allow yourself to struggle? Because here's the thing I also know, and you know this. Anything that matters to you, if you're an athlete and you want a, some sort of championship, if you're an individual, you want to be a great husband, father, you want to go out and do something amazing with your business, there's going to be struggle. I mean, straight up going to be struggle. And I don't think that most people want to struggle. And yet I think it's a prereq. You have to be able to move through things and be willing to kind of grind through periods to get to those breakthroughs that are really amazing. And so you just got to be cognizant of how technology is, is changing that and make sure that you're giving yourself pockets to instead establish a mindset where you're like, man, I'm going to earn this. I'm going to fight for this. Um, I just think that's a critical thing for people to do. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I, I stole that acronym from you is, is, you know, what you what would you fight for? Right. Yeah, man. W Y F F. Yeah. 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 So it's yeah like, I mean, I, yeah, go ahead. That, that attitude of, of, like, look, I I don't care what's gonna get in my way. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight for this. And 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 any fight, there's it's a struggle. It's a battle. Like these things yeah, aren't man. easy. There's these things aren't going to be given to you because if you're fighting for for it, chances are there's somebody else fighting for it too. And and not that we ne- can't necessarily you know win together with other people that are fighting for it. But shoot, like if it's your dream, if it's your passion, like you have to be yeah. willing to lay it on the line and go fight for it. And I don't think, I, I see it all the time that people, they're not willing to fight for it. They, they have these ideas. I mean, you, you hear it all the time. Oh man, they see some thinking little trinket 
on Amazon or something like, Oh, I had that idea too, man. I could have been a millionaire. You know, everybody yeah. had that idea, <laughs> but it's like, no, you didn't, you weren't willing to fight for it. You weren't willing to put in the time. So, you mm-hmm. know, you, you couldn't have been, or you could have, or if you would have been willing to put in the time and actually do it, but you know, not yeah. enough people are, are willing to actually lay it on the line like that. No. Yeah. And I, I feel like I just don't think we're, we're cognizant enough to, understand that everything in our society is telling us to expect instant, you know, with technology. And I just think we need to stop and realize what's happening and then think, man, if there's these things that are really important to us, it ain't going to come instantly. You know, like I think about my marriage, it's in, it's in the best spot it's ever been. And my wife's just amazing. And, but man, you know, we had, we had challenges with that. You know, we had to, we had to grind through some stuff. And yet on the other side of it, it's just amazing, like things that you get from it. And, you know, I'm fortunate. Like, I, I learned that from wrestling. You know, I, I learned that you fight for things. I just was so fortunate to have amazing people that reminded me of that. And it makes me think of a, of a story that I had when I was 15 years old. Um, the year before I was 14, I had made a world team when I was 14, a cadet world team, which is 15 mm. to 16-year-old. Kind of came out of nowhere, made that world team, came back the next year. I'm the number one kid in the country, and um, I lose – first round of the tournament like i just and this it was a this was a tough kid he ended up being like fourth in the world the next year but i just it just caught me out of nowhere right and i lose and i'm in the back and i'm sitting against the wall and i'm hiding behind this curtain and i'm just you know i'm crying man it's just oh yeah i, I can't get my goal in my dream anymore and i'm sitting here in my mind i'm going there's this thought like what's the point you know like i can't make a world team now like this is what i came for and you're you're battling with those thoughts and i was just so fortunate that i had this unbelievable coach and he came up and he sat next to me and he didn't say anything for like a couple minutes and i'm like dude are you gonna say something like i was thinking he's gonna pump me up like something and after a few minutes he reached over he put his hand on my knee and he said coit he said i know you don't understand this now but he said you need to get up and fight it will matter to you someday and he got up and he walked away and i was like that's it like you're not gonna talk me up you're not gonna pump me up but he just he would have a way of saying those things that were really profound, and then he would walk away. And at first, I sat there and I didn't know, but I trusted this guy and I loved this guy. So I'm like, I just got to get up and fight. Like my heart wasn't in it. And I got up and I went out on the mat and I won the match. And I think I'm pretty sure I came back and I cried. But I got back up and I fought again and I repeated that process seven times. And I came back and I took place. And I remember leaving that arena that day feeling like I had failed. But in hindsight, it's the moment that I'm most proud of because of, you know, winning national titles, state titles, being an All-American in college. That's the moment that I'm most proud of because I could have quit and I could have given up. But I learned when things really matter to you, you fight for them. And I came back the next year. I made the world team. I had a chance to go over and place at Worlds. I won the national championship, got outstanding wrestler. And I tell people that's my coach that taught me that. Because he taught me you fight. And, you know, you fast forward and I'm in the middle of this journey where I'm going out and walked away from a career to be an author, speaker. And there's there's hard points to that. You know, there's challenges on a consistent basis. But I've learned that when something matters, you fight. And I just take a lot of pride in that. And you're, you're people who are listening, man, you can just take a lot of pride in saying, man, I'm a person. I show up. I show up and I fight for the things that matter to me most. And that becomes part of your belief system. Man, it's such an amazing thing, and it will lead you to awesome places. And, and to me, this is the part, rather than waiting for your goals to be happy and to be proud and to really feel like you're showing up, every day I feel proud. I get up at 
you know, that 434, 45, and I go downstairs and say, I know I'm earning it. I know I'm showing up. And that's a, it's a really good feeling, not only for being able to cheat, but loving who you are. And um, I just think it's a really powerful thing to, to learn to fight for it. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, that is, you know, such a, a, a great thing. You know, like your coach said, like, it's not going to matter now, but it will matter yeah. later. Like that, I mean, that gave me chills when I, cause just thinking about it, because there's always those moments where yeah. we're at that crossroad, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, it's in the moment, that doesn't mean a dang thing to you. You're like, dude, I, I can't win this tournament. Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. But now looking back at it, you can, you know, that, that, that could have been a changing point of your entire life, right? Like, there's just no doubt. Ha- having that mindset and, and as a coach, and that's what I'm always kind of trying to strive for too is, is to find how to say these, you know, really life changing things without saying yeah. a lot. Right. Because it's, it's easy to be, uh, you know, long winded and, and talk and just try yep. to speak through all these things when, when in actuality, if you can make these things so concise and make it so it just makes sense in the moment to where you can change a person's perspective and just give them a yeah. little bit more life when they need it. Um, you know, you, you can really be powerful and really have that, that long, long-term impact on a person. Yeah. I mean, no, but no doubt about it. I mean, there's, you know, when you're a leader, you, you just, I just always tell people never forget the opportunity that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're fortunate enough to be able to lead a group of people and they trust you, Never forget. I mean, you have the opportunity to speak life into them every single day. And it's it's the craziest thing. It's these littlest moments that will will make it that, that these kids and these people will remember it forever. I mean, if you can step in and, and say that right thing and then they break free, you become a person that's a part of their life forever. And I just think about my coach, that coach Ron, and all the things he did to me. And there's not a day that goes by where I don't think about like about him and, and, and about what decisions he would make. And he just carries with me and his, his legacy and who he is carries on with me. And, and it, the way I do take it is I turn around like you, Josh, and I go, man, you know, what, what can I put together? What can I say? What experiences can I create to help people realize, man, that they can have a really extraordinary life, but there are things they got to do to show up. And uh, it's cool, man, that you approach it that way. I mean, most coaches are coming in and they just want to win. And I'm telling you right now, that coach that I had, his most important thing wasn't winning. I mean, don't, don't misunderstand. We had the best club maybe on the West Coast when I was in high school. We were really good, but it wasn't first about winning. You know, it was about putting values first, you know, making sure family and school was most important. It was about carrying ourselves the right way. But as a result of all that, the system that was in place really took us to this extraordinary place. And at the center of it was a guy that just truly cared about us more than anything. And he, he never took credit. I mean, it was always about us. And he just, it was just amazing the way he showed up. So you're, you're on the right track, man. You just keep pushing to find those moments. And, you know, in the center of it is your heart wants to really impact them. That, to me, is the, the most important thing you can do as a leader. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's what led me to be in where I am today. Is just is once I realized that, like what you just said, is once I realized that and the, that, impact that I wanted to have on athletes and people over the course of, you know, the next 50 years, whatever it is, like, once I realized that, I realized that 
I wanted to put myself in a position where I could coach athletes and be in a, an athlete's life from the time that they're, you know, potentially when they're five, you know, until yeah. they're, until they're grown, until they're married, you know, like, yeah, I man. Be, and I want to have that kind of an impact. And once I realized that I really like clarity just happened, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, I was able to see like, just like you said, like winning, winning means nothing to me. I, my value for the people around me isn't based off of whether you're winning, whether you're losing, like that means nothing to me. What matters to me is, are you being a good person? Are you putting yourself in a position to where you can achieve high level things? Are you making the people around you better as well? Um, yeah. you know, and, and what I've seen from that, you know, is, is the winning takes care of itself. Like that's, that's what I don't think a lot of people understand, or even maybe they, I think they understand it, but they don't want to take the time to, to invest into it is, you know, the winning will take care of itself when the culture and the, the values of your program or the values of yeah. is, is, are, are correct, you know, and that can yeah, be dissected into, into, you know, your, your family life, your friendships, everything, your work life, you know, whatever you do, um, you know, take, take the time to, to push people to the next level of their, you know, current space. And, and then you'll see all of these amazing opportunities coming your way. And it, 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 it doesn't make sense. Like just to say it, right. Like until you yeah. actually start doing, that's when you, you actually see it. And then that's when, you know, you can, you get the motivation to keep going and keep putting out all those, you know, positive vibes, that, at least for me. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, it's it, to me, it's all about that, you know, your process and how you show up. And and just like you, I don't, I don't right now have a club, but man, my family's that way, you know. Yeah. And it's our job to step in and set the tone and and create this environment where everybody can thrive. I mean, that's that's the number one thing. When I talk to my wife, I just want an environment where she can thrive, where my kids can thrive, where I can thrive. Heck, even my husky can thrive. Man, we just, um, you know, we we want to create something really special like that. And and I think you take that and you just you just create an amazing environment that people want to be a part of. And you're you're totally right. Get the values right, get the process right, be focused on the right things. You can you can set it up to impact people long term in the rest of their lives. And and I believe that as well. Winning will take care of itself. And I'm not it, it, don't have people misunderstand and say, Oh, you won't win at a high low. Not true. With the right approach, the right process, your kids will get so good at what they do. And here's the cool part. They will love what they're doing. And it won't feel like a pressure stress thing where they, they end up burning out. They will learn to love their process and they'll learn to love what they're doing. And you can go to national tournaments. Like when I used to go with Ron, he used to look at me and smile and say, are you ready to have fun, buddy? And I remember when I first went to national tournaments, I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Like most of the other coaches I talked about were like, oh, be serious, be all straight, you know, go in there. And, you know, and he was like, just have fun have a blast, man, smile, go out and do your thing. And I thought like, eventually I embraced it. The best wrestling in my career was when that was a part of my process. Enjoy this. Yeah. It's not, it's not meant to be something where you you just feel this crazy amount of like anxiety and pressure that you can't control, man. And that's perspective. That's, that's where you get your mind in a place like, man, let's go out and just, this is an opportunity. Let's have a blast. Let's focus on growth. Let's focus on just showing up. And whatever it is, it is, man. We'll deal with it on the back end, but just lay it out there. And 
now that's what I carry with me now. Like, I'm not afraid of speaking at all. Give me 15, 20,000 people. I just want to go have fun pouring into people. And if it's not good enough, I'll get better. You know, but that's, to me, what you're doing with your process is so important. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, just, and it just, it's it's rewarding. And it, it it's fun for me, too, you know. Like, it, it creates that environment, like you said, that, that we're all having fun with it and we're all having a blast and don't, you know, don't get it twisted. Like we're working hard and yeah, we're pushing each other Absolutely. And, we're, and we're, you know, you know, we're, you know, not, a, it's not all fun, right? Like the wrestling tends to be, there's sometimes where you're just like just getting beat up. But at the end of the day, you can sit back with a smile on your face. Cause you know, the people around you are there for you. The people around you are doing, uh, you know, all the same things that you're doing. And when you walk out of that room, you feel like you just, you know, went to, went to earn it, went to fight for it. And now you get to do it all over again and turn it back around and do it. Um, So just what it just reminds me um, last, last year I'm working uh, in South Dakota. I had an athlete, he's an eighth grader. And Mm -hmm. he was having a little bit of struggles and and just like kind of, uh, you know, not really having the success. He's an extremely athletic individual, has had success. He's a, you know, youth national champion, has a lot of success growing up, but it was in a little bit of a rut. And he comes to me and, you know, I, I just, I asked him, you know, you know, like, what, what are our goals? Like, what are we trying to get accomplished here? Like, you know, I understand, you know, you, you want to be a national champ. You want to, you know, be a world medalist, but, but how do we get there? Like if you're, if there's no, there's no, you know, skipping to that step. And, you know, so we kind of talked about that for a little bit. And then I actually handed him the make your mark book. Oh man. I'm like, I'm like, read this. I'm like, go through it, come back, you know, kind of go through the process of it. And what I love about your book is they're so process driven, right. And you Mm -hmm. map it out. Yeah. You know, I, not they're they're dang near fail proof right like you know you go through them if you take the time to to go through the lessons and write these things Mm -hmm. down and follow your process like yeah man you can come back out out on the other side of of that book of any of your books that you've written yeah and and be you know a, a changed person or have a perspective that's different and, you know, so we went through the book and he went through the process and, and did it all. And he was, you know, kind of like, he, he was loving it the whole time, you know, fast forward, yeah. we get his mind right. A couple, couple months later, you know, he wins, uh, the national tournament makes the world team. Then, wow. then, in, the, then in the summertime, he takes bronze at the world turn world tournament, you know? So, and it was just, it, it, that to me was just like one of those moments where it's just, you see the process and you know that if you take the time to, to put people in a situation where, you know, he had to take ownership. I could not read the book for him. I'm not going to yeah, read yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a, a bedtime story every day. So he had, <laughs> I, I gave him yeah. the tool and, and he took advantage of it and, and really ran with it. And so I think that's a, a testament, you know, to the process, but also a testament to, to your books and your ability to, to lay out the groundwork or, you know, the plans for people to, to get right, you know, and, and to get on the right path. Yeah, man. No, man, I appreciate that, man. It's, it's really neat to hear stories like that. It's, it's just, 
it's such a such an honor to hear that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, when I sit down to, to write my books, I mean, I don't ever write about something that doesn't really matter to me and something that I haven't fully embraced in my life. And so when you read my books, you're going to read things that I've used a lot. And even with Flip the Script, my newest one, um, and even Make Your Mark, I, you know, the challenge that you have when you write, you're going, the stuff I'm writing about is hard. You know, you, you have to dig, you have to establish the habits. And, and, you know, sometimes I battle with that. I'm like, should I, should I be writing a book where I draw back and I just, I create one simple concept that I have people use. But in the end, I just feel passionate about writing things that have changed my life. And they, they took grinding, but um, it's cool to hear you that you hear that there are these people who are out there, they're going through the process because I, I ultimately go back to saying, no, I need to write these things that truly matter to me. And they're going to take time because what you just said is what you always hope will happen, that people will take the time to read them, to apply them. And I feel confident if they do, there, there'll be some really cool transformations. But, um, you know, sometimes you, you write those things and you get away from it and you don't hear a lot of those stories. And so when you hear them, it's really awesome. But kudos to you, man, for, for setting them up. Kudos to him for, for reading it. I mean, I, I provide resources, but people create change, and, and that's the ultimate thing as a leader. You just want to create environments for people to make that change. So thanks for sharing that, man. Oh, man, I, you know, and I've, I, you know, I'm a true believer in it because, it, like I said, impressions, like that whole process of going through, you know, those groups, and it's fun. Like I still follow, you know, a lot of those people that we were in, in those yeah. groups and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. that were just kind of hashing things out and going through the process together and yeah man and struggling together i think that was a really cool part of being a part of some of those early groups is because you know we're, we're all struggling through it but it was all people that you know you could see now are are entrepreneurs or high level coaches or yeah know, man whatever they're doing they're they're doing it and you know it's a testament to to you and the the things that you were able to put together for us and bring us together, people from around the country, you know, just that wanted to, you know, that want to have impact on people. And, and, you know, I, I will, I, I try to be the first person, you know, to, to put your stuff out there because I, I do believe in it. And it's something that, you know, has had a major impact on, on my life, my relationships, my, the way that I coach, yeah. the way that, you know, I tried to, hold myself and so yeah i i really appreciate you and uh and all of that for sure man yeah i meant so grateful for that man it just it you know just so awesome to hear that and you don't realize it now but you just you just provided me the signs that i needed to to to, to make a decision because i've been battling back and forth on kind of what next steps to take and in my mind i've had multiple i've had a, a couple things happen lately that point me to going back to saying hey go back you know not with impressions but create a new growth challenge create a mm -hmm. new experience for people to dive into and new and updated and better than it's ever been but I, I you know sometimes you have so many things you can do i haven't been sure but i've had you and one other person contact me recently and say hey these were things that now i'm a principal and i'm using this now i'm a coach and using this and so now i know what i need to do so I, I man, it's like you you try to pay attention to signs, and this is absolutely a sign. So the flip the script growth challenge will be coming uh, soon. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in and I'm gonna make that happen, and we're gonna we're gonna do that again. I love it. I love it. If you are listening to this, go follow Coy Cooper and be on the lookout for that because this is something that will will definitely change you and and help you, you know, put things in in line to to make the next step your best step. Um, 
So talk about uh, flip the script a little bit. I I saw so you're on the the book is on the Forbes list for top most inspiring books. Is that what it was? Yeah, just this this list of like happiest books, um, kind of in your career. Um, and yeah, I did I didn't know that was I didn't even know it was going to be on there. Like I was I jumped on um, Twitter the other day and I was like. I saw a post and I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. Like there's somebody else posting this post and tagging me. And so many times people do that. So I, but I looked on it and I was like, oh, wow, I, I had no idea it was going to be on this list. And um, and it's cool because, I mean, it, I didn't submit it or anything. Somebody found it. They read it. They thought it was really valuable. And Flip the Script is by far um, the most personal book I've ever written, you know, because yeah. it – you know, it really, I really had to dig in. You know, I had a very challenging situation where um, I had a job that I thought was my dream job as a college professor, and um, and I lost that job. And um, it became a time where I really had to dig, and I had to think about what I wanted. I had to think about who I was, and um, and I had to really move forward and and you know battle some barriers because in the middle of it, I made this, this big decision with my wife to walk away from my, my, my career as a professor um, and pursue a dream of being an author, coach, and speaker. And really what flipped the script is, is it's, it's some of those stories, but it's really the biggest barriers that I faced throughout my journey. And not only that, the big barriers that I noticed that other people were, were, were fighting with to get to their next level. And so I, the whole concept of the book is, okay, here are these barriers. How do you flip the script? You know, how do you get to the point where you're taking a brain that's full of, you know, overwhelmed with negative, self-doubt, fears, and how do we flip the script to where you can go out and you can just live at your highest level? And um, so that's the concept of the book. And to see it, like, um, gaining some steam is, is neat. You know, to see it on that list is cool. And lately I've had, a you know, a couple companies order 280 copies, 200 copies, and um and it's it, you know when you see that it's just a really really awesome thing and and I wrote this the other day on social media I wrote it on I believe it was um, LinkedIn I said man it's the cool thing isn't writing a book you know that that's a, that's neat you know when you get to write a book it's when you write a book that you know is going out and making a difference mm-hmm. that's a, it's a really really awesome thing when you know the stuff that you're writing is speaking life to people and they're using it to create change. And so really one of my jobs now is I, I, I've gotten away from really promoting it. I need to get back. I need to promote it. I need to create experiences where if people grab a copy. They can be a part of a, a growth challenge that just can be life-changing. And, um, man, I really want to help people flip the script, and that's what that book is about. So if anybody's out there wanting to really find the next level, that, that's the book I would recommend. You know, So that's, that's flip the script, man. That's awesome, man. And, yeah, I, I, I agree 100%. That's yeah, it, if they're looking for, if you're looking for change, and I, I know that you're always willing to to help and and um, you know push people in the in the right direction and give them the you know the encouragement that they need for sure. Um, so, uh, you got anything else, Coit? Anything uh, anything you want to share? Um, maybe your social media, uh, where they can find you, where they can follow you. Yeah, man. Um, you know, related to this conversation, you know, you can always you can find me on social media, Facebook. Um, you know, I've got actually a group on there. It's just called Flip the Script. If you go search on there, um, I'm posting on there there daily. That's maybe one of the best ways to get um, constant information. And you can also find me, Coy Cooper, on there. It's not hard. I've got another page, and I've got my personal one connect there. And then all the other outlets as well. I've got I'm the only that I know of Coy Cooper in the world. So. Um, <laughs> You just, if you just go on there, you can find me, and 
Um, and then also I would say um, my website, coitcooper.com, C-O-Y-T-E-C-O-O-P-E-R. Um, you can find my podcast on there. You can find the books on there and uh, just information on all the things that I do. Awesome. Yeah, I'll definitely I'll, I'll link um, those things in the show notes as well. And yeah, Coy, I just, again, I would really want to uh, thank you. I appreciate uh, your time and, and your guidance over the, you know, the last, you know, five, six years. It's crazy that it's been that long, but it, you know, yeah. it's it meant the world to me. It's meant the world to my, my life. And, and, you know, I, I really do appreciate it, man. Thanks buddy. I mean, it's, it's so neat to hear that. I mean, I have so much respect for you and all the things you're doing. And, you know, if there's any role that I played in that, it's, it's an honor. Um, both that you did all the work, but you know, to be able to provide some of that guidance is, it's pretty rewarding. I mean, that's why you do what you do. And, you know, and that's the last thing I would say to your audience members is when you find those things like you, what you talked about earlier, when you said, this is why I, this is the, this is why I do this. That's your why. And yeah. the best thing you can do when you find your, you find that area that you love, don't take it for granted. Don't, don't assume that you're always going to have natural passion. Pursue it every single day. Remind yourself every single day when you wake up and when, before you go to bed, this is why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm here because I want to make a difference in people's lives, and I will fight for that. You've you got you to gotta pursue that. I, just, I talk about that in the book. You've got to pursue passion, period. Don't expect motivation and passion to just show up at your doorstep. Get up and pursue it every single day. And when you do, life can be really rewarding and really vibrant. You know, you want to combine it with different habits to, to make sure your mind's right. But, like, I'm passionate every day, but I'm not waiting for that to show up. Man, I remind myself in my morning routine all the things that I'm so blessed to be able to do. Um, but I love that. Your why. Get into your why. Find that thing. Pursue that thing and use it up because, man, you only get to live this life once. And if there's anything recent events have taught us, it's that life can be pretty short. So don't ever take it for granted. Yeah, that is beautiful. Such an absolute perfect message, man. I I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Coit. Thanks, buddy. Awesome. We'll talk soon. I'll uh, I'll be in touch very soon. Thank you again. Thanks. Take care. All right. Have a great day. Thank you, too.